Unpaid artists. Unpaid interns. You're listening to Our Pros Podcast. What is up, Internet? What is up? Welcome, everybody, to the Art Pros. We are the smoothest, everyone's favorite art podcast for professionals or pre-professionals getting ready to make their way in the art world. I'm Gage B, and with me is... I am I am Renz B. I'm getting too hyped. I drank a, too big of a gulp of coffee. I'm hyped too, man. I'm so hyped. We are in the middle of the biggest wealth transfer in history i don't know if you've been paying attention to the news but i'm mad everyone's mad 1.1 trillion dollars in the 10 months following last march's economic shutdowns have been rolled up from the american people into the pockets of the billionaires and one one small forum on reddit got together a bunch of people who call themselves fucking degenerate got together and they're like we're gonna we're gonna write our own checks we're gonna buy GameStop stocks just because we like them we're just gonna buy it and buy it and buy it and they drove the price up and all these hedge funds are getting together and saying fuck you they're saying fuck you to us we just wanted to write our own stimulus checks because no one else will do it for us are you mad Renz? um I have mixed emotions about what uh, transpired. You must be talking about the big David and Goliath story going on. The big money, big money men going down by the little boys, little little boys and girls of Reddit, brave enough to stand up and, and boldly predict what would happen and what was happening, actually happening with GameStop stock. Uh, big money move, big money move, Gage. A lot of people got rich. A lot of people, a lot of people are getting rich. A lot of mainstream news outlets are trying to point at the poor people and say, you're not allowed to get rich the same way that the hedge funds do because this subreddit wall street bets was playing, playing the same game that hedge funds do. They said, Oh, you want to, you guys do short squeezes every year in 2008, you drove up Volkswagen's price. A thousand percent doing this shit. No one said anything. You guys crashed our entire market in 2008 and no one said anything. But now a bunch of idiots on the internet who just like GameStop the store do the same thing. And it's the end of the fucking free market. The SEC isn't doing anything. Whatever. I don't know anything about it. We're anything. coming in hot. Yeah. I just wanted to say $1.1 trillion is in the pocket of the 0.1% more than they had before everything got shut down. Inversely, a week after closures of everything last March, 46.2 million Americans filed for unemployment. Interns, I hope you are impressed. I hope you think, damn, these two guys sound smart. Um, you are not mistaken. You did stumble into uh, art-related po podcasts. We are talking about money. We are talking about GameStop because... Gage and I play a lot of video games. If you do not understand a word of what we said about 
short squeezes and and percentages, all these numbers making your head spin. That's all right, because I don't either. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what we're trying to say is that big, mean, big, bad wolf Wall Street men, they got played hard. They got played hard and they got so mad. They got so salty because they lost. They threw a little big boy, baby boy tantrum. It would be a nightmare. Every year you're going to calculate your net worth and then you're going to give 2% of your net worth to the government. It's ridiculous. Rolling around on the floor, pounding their fists and feet on the ground saying, no, no, you cheated. No, you cheated. Okay. And this fair share is a bullshit concept. I was telling Gage, it's like when you're, if you're playing a game in Monopoly and you're playing against a little kid who's, you know, who's winning and then all of a sudden they're not winning anymore and they get mad and they swallow the dice and they swallow your, your little metal Monopoly piece and, and, and they storm out of the room. And that's basically what went down because they got played. They, they did not want to put their money where their mouths were. Guess what? Cause they, they don't have, they owe money now because, uh, redditors called their bet. I would like to proclaim that I think that redditors are the second smartest people on the internet. You know who the first smartest people on the internet is, Gage? Who is that, Renz? People that go and visit Quora.com. They are the smartest people on the internet. Yep, Quora. Quorists. Quoraders. What, what is Quora for, for those of us that are small... If this is your first time listening, welcome to the Art Pros Podcast. We are two art professionals who know a lot about art, very big-brained, and we're here to give you information. What is Quora, Renz? Well, if this is your first time uh, on the internet, Quora is a um, website where people ask questions, and then other people answer the questions. Um, and today, I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be a nice little thing if Gage and I answered core questions live about art since we are the art pros podcast we have credentials i think that we can answer some of these questions pretty well too what do you think gage i think so we've got quora is really the layman's uh place to to generate knowledge and what what more democratized way to find the right questions for the answers that you and i have than to go on the internet and find the question-asking website. Do you have any good questions, Renz? Oh, I have the best question. I wanted to start off. I wanted to start off with a hot question. Literally, this first core question says, <laughs> "What are the best latte art designs ever made?" These are the type of hot questions that are on Quora. Controversial, and of course, I'm just kidding. But I just wanted to. My next question is actually going to be a, a big heavy hitter. So I wanted to start off soft. And I guess, I, you know, I see a little latte with a monkey face on it. Very cute little latte. This is chow. And there's actually this three-dimensional latte art. Two coffee, two lattes right beside each other. One of them has, I guess betta fish or goldfish swimming around latte art very nice but the piece de resistance is on the other mug is this cute cat and it's a three-dimensional it looks like the latte foam is hopping out to view these cute fish in the other latte cup you got to see it to believe it folks you can only see this stuff on quora amazing amazing I hope I hope everyone feels nice, warm, and fuzzy on the inside because I'm about to ask the real hard question, Gage. Are you ready for this? 
I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Pe- Quora is the people's question platform. All right. All right. Well, this question might make some people mad, but me makes me i think this is actually a very deep question the question quora asks is why didn't people appreciate adolf hitler's art that's it it's a question amazing 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 amazing, Did, amazing. Is, so do you want to take a stab at this or, or should i i i'll go i'll go and the the correct answer is because he's hitler Oh, okay, okay. Quora <laughs> with the hard-hitting questions. See, the thing that I like about this is that, um, you know, you go to art school, you're surrounded by other artists. You go to a museum, you're surrounded by by artsy individuals, creative types. But you come to Quora and you just find people who want to know. They want to know questions of others. They want to know answers to things that no one really should need to ask. I mean, why don't, maybe it's more important to ask, why don't we appreciate Adolf Hitler's art? And I agree. I I think it's because he's Hitler. (laughs) Well, all right. Pun fully intended. I want to paint a picture for you. And I wish I had thought of this idea sooner. This is a, a, I would call this a very high level, uh, whatever IQ level play. Big brained. Huge. This is a big move. So this is what I would do. Very conceptual artwork. I would go to the store, the art store, buy some high quality paper. Then I would go to the print store and I would upload a bunch of Hitler's paintings, have them print those paintings onto my high quality paper, frame them, go to the frame store, frame them and call them my own. I did all that work. You know, I went to three Mm -hmm. different places, produce these. And maybe I'll like cut out the little section where he has his uh, signature, and then I'm gonna, I'm, and then I would submit this to a show. To let's just let's let's bring it back to art school. I would submit, I would submit it for a crit and see what people say. Like maybe maybe a landscape painting class, and hear and listen to all of the people say oh this is pretty good you know this looks i like this i like this painting of a barn you made oh i like this building this is a nice building look at the detail uh, you could work on this that and whatever however i think that you did a great job on the shadows and then i'd be like guess what you just liked hitler's art i didn't make that <laughs> shit i didn't make that shit so you know um, <laughs> you don't i think that's where it gets deep i think that artists imbue a part of themselves into artwork i have a feeling Mm -hmm. if you were to show it someone might look at this pastoral landscape and say you know when i look at this it makes me feel some sort of unadulterated hatred i don't know why it's just a painting of a building but i'm so angry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so that was that's the first question that's it that's it i actually really like how you you're that's like kind of a scientific approach to figuring out why didn't people appreciate Adolf Hitler's art as as subjective as you could get? Um, yeah, yeah. If you if you pull that off, let me know, and I will I will <laughs> completely divorce myself from any connection to you because the ADL doesn't take kindly to Hitler for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, here's here's something poignant uh, that I found 
in somebody else's because many people can answer these core questions. You might already know that uh, this person says, don't make the mistake of thinking good art equals good people. That's just it's kind of deep to me. You know, I mean, the answer is easy. It's easy to answer on surface level. But you, if you really think about it, it's a deep question. Yeah, I mean, at the time he was rejected from art school. So I guess the art probably sucks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it. To be honest, it's very average. I yeah, mean, it's really average. That's if you've ever looked at it, it looks like something you would see, like at a Goodwill, um, for like three yes. bucks that you buy for yes. the frame. Little side note, life pro tip: if you need a frame, go to Goodwill and buy the shitty art because it comes in a frame. If you saw an authentic Adolf at a Goodwill, would you buy it? Hell yeah, that shit's probably worth so much. God damn, that wait, would wait, that'd wait, be wait. crazy. I'd burn it. I would burn it so that I don't get in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Imagine finding one at a store and getting rich off of it. How, how dirty would that feel, bro? Like, oh my God. I guess you could just donate it. Yeah. Oh man, it'd still be kind of weird. I'm sure that Hitler works exist and it just depends on what you do with it. Um, I'm not going to look that money, up. Bro. That's some stinky doo doo money. <laughs> Like who would buy it though? No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta off that person who bought it. That's how you know, you know, if they're not like a historian or they're not somebody that want. Uh, once they buy it, they ball it up and and say Kobe and shoot it in the trash, <laughs> <laughs> the trash can. Maybe that's what we that should would do. Be a huge flex. That is the art pros official stance. Is if we find an Adolf, a, an original Adolf Hitler piece in a Goodwill, we're gonna buy it, ball it up, yell Kobe. Slam <laughs> dunk that shit straight into the trash can. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be a good performance art. Anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. I gotta compose myself. <laughs> Some of these questions are, are really are actually pretty good. Yeah, they're yeah. they're pretty serious. No more talking about lattes or or one of the, or the or Hitler worst the the worst of all time. The woke. Um, yeah. <laughs> this one. Um. This one comes from. Uh, I don't know who it comes from. It doesn't say, but the question is, what makes something art or someone an artist? This is just a basic, very basic question, very impossible to answer. What about what do you think about that, Gage? I don't know, putting it in your Instagram bio. Put it in the Instagram caption. If it's art, just say it's art. Give it a name. Uh mention the medium. And then make something up about what it means. It, that's that's postmodernist thought at least. It, and if you're an art, you can just being an artist is like being an entrepreneur. You can just say you are one and people will accept it. And all that matters is other people's perception of whether or not you are an artist. That doesn't make you a paid artist. To become a paid artist, you need to listen to, to the Art Pros podcast. To become a paid artist, you must not see your art as art. and You must see it as a business business deal. You must see it as a product. See, you know, you got you to gotta shift your... Because, all right, here's my real answer. I think it's a uh, very philosophical, very philosophical answer to to consider what makes something art or someone an artist. And by saying it's philosophical, that makes it a little boring to answer that question. Big brain. And it's just not a fun question to answer. I know. I just I got y'all, got you interns. I said I was going to ask some interesting questions, some good questions. This is probably an artist's least favorite question to answer. What makes art? What makes something art or someone an artist? Do you just look at me. Look at me, man. 
look at it. You see this painting? Um, it comes down to intent, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, we've talked about we've talked it. about this so much. Like it's just if you intend for it to be art, and you can convince at least one person that it is, then it's art. What makes? What makes? It, I mean, it's got to be attitude. Yeah, it's got to be attitude. Definitely vibes. Vibes. You know, good <laughs> vibes. Bad vibes. Question. Or that's the answer. Vibes. I mean, if we really want to get, if we really want to get into it, it's like maybe what makes something art is a stupid question. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to, to me, because I'm a professional artist, I think that's dumb. That's a dumb question to ask. I mean, no, what it's... do you mean, bro? <laughs> Seriously? I think I think if you can call it art and convince someone, then it is that they just know. If a guy can sign a toilet like eighty years ago, we're doing way crazier shit now. But someone signed a toilet like uh, damn near a hundred years ago now and convinced people it was art, and then it was. I mean, if you can convince someone that it's art, then it is. I mean, these days it's the banana. Nobody yeah, the knows ba- about the toilet anymore. That's bo- that's old news. The duct tape and. Banana duct tape to the wall. Someone bought that. It's art. They convinced one, at least one idiot, that it was art. So I can't art. believe I can't believe the toilet almost got one up. You know, I think it did. The banana is like a way Michael funnier. Jordan. The the banana is like LeBron James, and and the toilet is like Michael Jordan. You know, people get argue all day. Yeah, true, true. Or uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar or something. Um, Who's the greatest? <laughs> Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Be like Picasso, the guy that says, no, Picasso is the best art. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. I got a good one. Uh, ah, this is too serious, but all right, I'm going to ask it anyways. How does art benefit human society? This is a deep one, brother. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, once again, it's just vibes, man. If if you can convince someone watch. that it benefited human society, then it did. No, it's um it's a really good tool for so everyone is in a constant state of the fear of the human condition, right? So if art even just I think I think take away all of the entrepreneurship, take away the ability for upward mobility through your art making, you know, uh it's a really functional therapy to express yourself and it's a good way of communicating for some people like a comic is a great way to get a point across if someone doesn't want to listen to some sort of big brained take from like an, an economist or something you you draw a comic of what that means and people get it it's a great form of communication this is how art benefits human society if I'm not saying anything because I'm sitting here with my hand on my chin. I'm rubbing my chin. I'm making a face. This is how I'm I'm thinking. It really makes That's you how. think. It really yeah, makes you think. Yeah. It is as beneficial as a good Russian novel, I would say. Or, yeah, or a poem. A if poem. You, yeah. A haiku poem. Yeah. You know, anything of that nature. Taking a walk. Taking a walk at the park can give you the same a similar i don't know uh, i'm 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 sliding down i'm sliding down a slippery slope here i'm trying to compare walking to the park and looking at art i mean i guess it can be look man if you like it shoot it's a benefit right 
Yeah, no, it's if it brings someone joy. Well, it depends. I mean, some people look at benefit as like what value does it bring to society? And you know, yeah. Yeah. And it brings the value of of good vibes, man. <laughs> yeah, you look, let's run it back a little. We got value out of finding uh theoretically finding a Adolf Hitler piece of art by saying we're gonna play basketball with it after we ball it up into a paper ball. Yeah. Yeah, that's throw it right in the trash. Yeah, it might can. not be monetary. We might not be able to buy GameStop stock after selling that dirty doo-doo money. But shoot, you know, fun is fun. We can have fun still. Hell yeah. All right. I just wanted to get those boring questions out of the way because I got another one. I got a I got a selection. Um, this one says, I think I am a good artist, but nobody is buying my art. Nobody is buying my representational watercolor mixed media art. What can I do to sell my art? See, questioner, you've come to the right place because the art pros are here to answer and make you rich, rich, rich off of your representational watercolor mixed media art. What can you do to sell your art? You got to get out there. Um, and I, I wanted to read an answer by Molly Walco, art investor, philanthropist, and anthropologist. Wow. It says, it says, Molly says, nothing personal. This is written for everyone. This is this is going to you and you and I, Gage. Oh, okay. It is not an individual critique, as in Goggy's original answer. I'm guessing Goggy is somebody that answered already, but this is the top answer. It says it appears that by the time this question has gotten around to me, it has been merged a few times or changed. So here is why yours, mine, and everyone's art does not sell. You ready for this? This is directed <laughs> at us, at everybody. And there's, it says, yep, it says number one. Reason number one why yours, mine, and everyone's art does not sell. One, you are a nobody, period. This is in bold. Number two, there's too much of the same thing. Number uh, three, your art sucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Number four, who wants to shell out money for that? I'd feel hurt. I'm a little hurt. Every one of these answers, one, two, three, four, it's listed, has a period at the end of it. And then at the end, it says, don't cry. Please read on. I don't even want to read on anymore. You know, you're supposed to in 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 art school in to to critique. They tell you you got to make a critique sandwich. You know what I mean? What a critique sandwich is when when you got something good, that's your first layer of bread. And then you got something nasty that's in the middle. I don't know why the nasty part's in the middle. And then you end it with something good too. So that's why they call it a critique sandwich. And this person just they put the 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 bad part as the bread you're not supposed to do that anyway lesson number one they say lesson number one says reputation counts mold this over every successful artist has their success based on three reputations reputation of the artist reputation of the dealer and reputation of the buyers and this is a legit <laughs> a legit answer yeah no one wants to idiot. hear that fucking idiot <laughs> You're dumb. Lesson You're dumb two. if you are trying to bank on your dealer selling for you. My dealer just Le sells me drugs. Lesson number two: demand and supply. Another thing to think about. Um, demand for your style—that's one thing. Demand for you. This is assuming that you've built some sort of reputation or are are looking to do that. And supply. More is not always good. 
in the world of art. You got to gauge it all. It's this is a business. See, I see. I was I, you thought I was playing earlier talking about thinking about your art as a uh, business item, as a a uh, commodity. That's really what you got to do if you want to sell. It's 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 very cold. It's a cold, cold answer. And lesson number three says skills do not matter. Lesson number four, size. The bigger your art, the more you can sell it for. Lesson number five is uh, target market. See? Boring. 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 All this boils down to um, this art investor, philanthropologist, sounds like someone who really knows a lot about about art. They just said it's hard to sell something where people can find a lot of other people making the same thing as you. Uh, wow. Really, really big brain take there. Oh, you need to brand your art. Listen, if you make representational watercolors, there's a market for it. All you need to do is get in front of it. The reason why you're not selling your art is because you're probably just posting on your Instagram, but it's representational watercolor. You could probably take it to a street corner and just every day just wait there with a bunch of them. And if they're decent, someone's going to buy it. You just need to actually get it out there. If you're finishing your work and you're like, oh, this is decent enough, someone will buy it. You just haven't gotten in front of the right person. You just need one person to buy it. You don't need everyone to want to buy it. Ah, man. But it's not. All right. You're not putting it out there. And if you are, then I don't know. Put it out there harder. Can't sell a truck at a middle school. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's another one. It says, uh. I like this one that says, is art a useless thing? (laughs) (laughs) It depends on the situation. If you're in like an aggressive combat type of situation, you know, it might not be that useful, right? You'd rather have a gun than a painting. So, yeah, it sounds useless to me. (laughs) Can you imagine going into battle and someone like pops out of behind of a, a, a destroyed building or something and they're pointing a gun speaking a language you don't know and you're just like whoa 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 wait 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 check this out hold on and you pull out like a painting your hitler painting yeah your limited edition (laughs) before you shoot me look at this first check this out so in in a in a combat type situation where where it's life or death Maybe art's not the most useful thing to have on you, but you know you're in, you're in the apartment all day, you you're working from home, you're not working at all. You could make some art, might make you feel better. Maybe you're really mad at your parents or yourself, and you're like, man, I just need a healthy way to talk about this. You can make some art, or if you're good at art or you get in front of people, you can make some art and sell it. Seems pretty useful yeah. to me. Yeah, it's not utilitarian by most means uh but it is not useless i don't think it's useless makes people makes people feel good to look at to do to make and no i think that we both agree that art is not useless we're artists because and and you know if we said anything otherwise i think we'd just be punking ourselves see what i do is i do all of my paintings on hammers because i'm really really nervous about someone thinking or having the opinion that art that art is useless, so that when someone says, you know, <laughs> I just prefer computer programming, I don't see why artists exist, I could say, well, art isn't useless, contrary to popular belief, and then I can hammer a nail in front of them with my painting. It's really, it's actually really impressive. 
if I do say so myself. Yo, people do paint on uh, saws too. Hand yeah. saws. Fuck it. That's not useless art. It no, just brings no, me joy. No. Or airbrushed cars. That's not useless. It's a big thing in Russia. Yeah. 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 You you know, you airbrush your car and then if someone's like art's useless, you say, Oh yeah, well watch this, and you drive your car into a nail to hammer in that <laughs> nail. Yeah, that's awesome. That'd be the <laughs> best way to build a house or anything, really. You just drive your car into a nail with perfect accuracy. That'd give you a, a good grade on your driving test. Imagine your driving instructor, like, you're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Then you just hammer this nail with finesse, and they're like, whoa, whoa. Start writing down on their clipboard. You just got yourself an A, bud. Listen, why do you think they call it driving a nail, bro? Very Ooh. useful. Art is extremely useful. Art is so useful, guys. And today we're going to give you top 10 tips on why art is useful. Nah. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. I guess okay. I'll just move on to the next question. Well, hold on, hold on. If you have oh, a really tall oh. sculpture, you can what, use what? a ladder. That's useful. Yes. Um, I think <laughs> ladders are also a work of art. In, in their own right. Like whoever whoever invented the folding ladder, I'm very impressed. Or those ladders in uh like a library or something that, that are on tracks oh, that and roll? they can move from left to right. Yeah, the rolling ladders are pretty cool. I'm so glad you think so because my next series is is gonna be painted on ladders. <laughs> nice. Ooh, that'd be pretty cool to make a wooden like kind of like a wooden ladder, except you stretch you stretch uh canvas around the frame and it's just all skinny skinny canvases oh like a bunch of but little in the form ones. of a ladder yeah yeah kind of interesting but or each ladder like step each ladder step is a tiny canvas yeah something like that yeah there you go all right <laughs> here's another uh here's another hard hitting question dude all of these questions are so so pessimistic I know, I know. Anyway, here's another one. Why do so many people hate modern and contemporary art with such a passion? Ooh, sheesh. This question's got me sweating, Gage. Yeah, oh yeah. Do you, do you want to answer this one? Well, what do you think, Russ? Uh, well, people don't like contemporary and modern art because they think their two-year-old can make it, make it and they, that, that's, that's a short-form answer for the layman that says art is a fraud. Art is a big old, big, big bad wolf, big bad Wall Street guy type move where it is a fraudulent way to invest your money into something that is almost a, a 100% thumbs up growth of your money. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You buy, you buy a big old expensive Matisse cutout, put it in your, in your home gallery. You know that thing's going to raise in value. Because you say so. <laughs> <laughs> you pay your you friend know. to put out a New York Times article about how valuable your Matisse is. Oh, he's not my friend. I don't know that guy. I, 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 we're just from the same country club. That's it. There's only there's like 40 other people in it. I, yeah, I've never even talked to that guy country club. in my life. In my life. Uh, I think Jerry. I don't know Jerry. Who the fuck is Jerry? Uh, I know what. Uh, Jerome, I know a Jerome mm. who uh, 
is a writer, but I don't know where he would have gotten the idea or the $10,000 bribe to write an article on my Matisse to drive up the price. I just have no idea about market manipulation. That doesn't happen with wealthy people. Only the poor do that. Um, I think people hate modern and contemporary art with such a passion because of the people that make it. <laughs> I think people hate artists. When they meet someone who makes modern and contemporary art, there's like an archetype for that type of person, which is self-involved, um, kind of detached from regular people on purpose. And yeah, I mean, I just think people don't like contemporary artists. And then it shows in the art that sort of self-involvement. And, you know, when you make art that's supposed to not care about other people liking it, which is really common in contemporary art, the kind that people complain about, then people aren't going to like it and they're not going to like you. I think I think that art has gotten a bad reputation all because of rich people who want to buy it for a really, really, really massive value. Big price, you know? Because imagine an art world where those people aren't allowed to buy it for that much money. You know, I don't know how that would exist, but what if what if art was all valued in the similar range and that there were some sort of regulatory measures? Would people still think that that $500 million Da Vinci painting is bullshit? Or maybe it's a more contemporary artist, let's say a $90 million contemporary, like a Banksy, someone buys a chunk of a wall, buys a Banksy. Would people still feel like it's bullshit? Are they just mad because it costs so much money and rich people are getting rich about it? I think so. And I think I think it's because there are so many things that are made better that are cheaper in people's lives. Like you go to Ikea, you're like, wow, it's a really well-made table. And then you go to, I don't know, a gallery and there's a big, a big pile of Play-Doh. And that's selling for $80 million. The Ikea table is selling for like 65 bucks. And you're just like, as a regular person, you can't believe that the wealthy are so wealthy that they're choosing to buy things that look like garbage because it's funny. Yeah. For example, this painting that Gage showed me could be equal or less, slightly lesser value than than that $90 million Banksy, you know? Because Banksy, Banksy's got some skills. Get Banksy's got some cool ideas, clever ideas. No one knows who Banksy is. It adds to the mystique, to the value of the art. Banksy is marketed well. In terms of skill, I'd say, I'd say you got a little, uh, a little bit of an edge over somebody like Banksy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and the value here is really what, what, sets Banksy apart from the art that you make, Gage. I'm not trying to say that Banksy is a better artist than you. He just makes more money than you. Is the and, thing. He's a, and me. I mean, he's a better mind. artist than me. Dude, he, he did so? that one piece where... Well, he did that one piece where... um, Where, like, once a piece was sold, the in the frame, a shredder was built. So as soon as someone bought this art piece, it was shredded in the auction house. I mean, I've never made anything that funny. That's funny. People hate contemporary art because they don't get it. And it always seems like like when you don't get something, you feel like you're the butt of the joke. Like, so if you're a viewer going somewhere and you see a bunch of scribbles on the wall and the name of it is like stock market crash and you don't get it and everyone else is acting like they get it, you feel like the asshole. And, you know, you 
this is your day off. You, you're a contractor. You fucking go, you work in the lumber yard every day or you do framing and then you see this art piece and you're like, wow, that's sold for $180,000. Like, I feel like an asshole. Well, I could, you know what? So what I, you know what I, I think that what I really appreciate about that Banksy piece where right after somebody closed the deal at the auction house, his painting was hanging up on the wall. This is what you were just describing. And, and as soon as the gavel hit, as soon as that person won that Banksy, the built in shredder inside of the, the frame just shredded the piece comedically. <laughs> and I think that that speaks to, to an artist like me who I kind of have a work similar to that where I somebody wanted to buy my painting and they never bought it. So it's kind of similar, <laughs> but except backwards. Yeah. You know? So this oh, is yeah. Banksy thing. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what? This is for all the people that got punked by somebody that said, I want to buy that piece and never hit me back up. I'm just a hater. I'm just hating on all these people for, for making really expensive art and selling it. But, you know. We hungry. So that's the answer. That's the yeah. answer to why do so many people like us hate modern <laughs> contemporary art with such passion, right? That's just a joke, folks. Gage that and I love art. <laughs> yeah, Gage and I love art. We're just salty because we don't sell enough of it. Yeah, we could sell. I could sell 10 times as much. I could. I would love I could to. sell so much more art if I was a better artist. Yeah, if I was if I was if I was just way better and more popular, I could sell like all the art in the world all the art there's a lot to be said about just like telling people you you make art which i don't think i don't think a lot of talented artists do is uh self-promote so there's some real honest uh no jokes here advice if you make art and you're like i think i could sell it i think it i've seen people buy worse stuff than this you're probably just not self-promoting enough and you should you're worth it's it hard. You deserve. yeah it's not an easy thing to look at your work and say to yourself with full confidence, this is good. That is probably one of the hardest things to do as an artist. Yeah, no, totally. And it's just as hard to say this is done for a lot of artists. Like, oh, true. this, this piece is done. Like, I will work a painting until it's garbage when the first four and a half hours working on it, it was good. It's good enough. Yeah, you know, one would argue that saying something is good is synonymous with saying it's done. That's true. I've heard people say that. Yeah, yeah, you know, this table's good. We're good. We're good. Let's go home. <laughs> it's done. People say that. You don't even clean up. You just bail out of the studio full speed to go to the bar. Yeah, and part of good marketing is to buy into how good something is and to buy into it enough to be able to speak on it and sell someone on it and convince somebody that this sham wow, this OxyClean, yo, this is it. You need this. That's what you got to, the type of energy that needs to be poured into any marketing effort, in my opinion. And to self-promote means you got to be able to do that. It's a tough, it's a tough vortex of, of internal, internalization of your own artwork, of, of believing that your art is good enough to talk about. And if you have to do that by yourself, it's a skill. It's a skill. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Dude, it's I mean saying. and it's it's tough for for those of you who are artists who are listening. It's tough. Like I know that selling yourself is like almost antithetical to the average art maker. Like 
like you meet artists a lot of times they're people who are introverted they don't like to talk about themselves uh even if they make great work we get it it's tough but it's it's that sales skill is awesome maybe we should all become car salesmen for like a month learn yeah, how someone you, does it we had uh one of our very first episodes and our very first guest mr larry poncho brown shouts out larry poncho brown cue the applause music larry poncho brown taught gage and i with passion to not be ashamed to sell your art because you have to you have to that was his philosophy and i'm i'm all about it i'm not saying i'm good at it but i believe it and one of the things one of the stories this is the reason i'm bringing this up is that larry poncho brown ac actually <laughs> uh, <laughs> now this is not completely related to selling yourself it's a little bit it's a little bit of a complex situation but one of the techniques that poncho did to sell his work was pretend that he was representing larry poncho brown he, he pretended he was a completely different person so when he walked into the room he was saying that he was larry poncho brown's rep his his manager whatever you want to call yourself and that was because of social reasons i would say that's what he did maybe i i say this to to say maybe maybe you could just dress up as someone else and sell your <laughs> work i don't know you know you yeah got creative. cosplay cosplay yeah. as a as a big brained salesman you know a big business money guy if you normally wear like paint covered overalls and uh what do artists wear What's that hat called? The French hat? A beret? Oh, those, you, those, those are berets. <laughs> if you normally wear like a, a paint-covered overalls and a beret to tell people you're an artist, why don't you try cosplaying as um, someone who doesn't do that? Like cosplay in a suit or or a nice a nice dress or you know dress yourself up, put on a fake Rolex. You know they're not gonna check they're not gonna check that the gold's real and go and tell people about this artist you're collecting. Go down to the bar. And just be like, oh, yeah, you should check out my client. This guy's awesome. And just fucking run with it. Who knows? You might get some sales. Who knows? You wouldn't, you know, you, you wouldn't know if, you know, you, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Go, go, on, uh, go on Reddit and take a picture of your art and say, oh, I just bought this art piece from this amazing artist. Here's their Instagram. And just post that. Just lie. Lying is cool. If just you're selling lie. stuff. <laughs> just just pull up your phone you don't need to be talking to anybody and talk loudly about <laughs> no no we're not taking i want nine hundred thousand for his work <laughs> and we're not taking a penny lower and then you <laughs> pretend to hang up and you go oh man some of these some of these uh buyers are so they're, they're hard to sell art to you know hey you look like a person who appreciates art this person I was trying to buy my client's work for 900k but you i'll sell it for 100 yeah you seem like a nice guy i hate doing business with this other guy let me sell you this art piece i'll give you an i'll give you an 87 percent discount right here right now someone like you i like the cut of your jib i'm gonna give you a 99 percent discount instead of 900k you can have this for a hundred dollars and then there boom. you go boom you know if you, things always sound better when they're on sale yeah wear a grill yeah, you could wear a grill. You could dress up looking like Riff Raff or someone. Yeah. yeah. Look like you're you have dumb money. Like money you you dumb do money. so well. <laughs> you do so well you don't need to worry how other people perceive you. I like That's that. how you should dress. Yeah. Dress you know, like I you got, got dumb, dumb money. money. I got dumb money.
I got so much money I can act like an idiot and not worry about it. Because like lawyers, like they have to maintain a sense of composure because they don't have dumb money like like riffraff does they got you know they got 401ks and shit they have bosses or or clients i um (laughs) i i kind of already do that i guess i also have dumb money because i act like i have money but i actually don't is that dumb money (laughs) yeah i i also i also buy from the from the value menu at McDonald's instead of the dollar. I, I agree. Dude, I lease I lease out my cheeseburgers that I get. I get yeah. them on layaway. I use Rena Center. I got one of those latte art 3D printers for 14 four, it's only $1400 if you buy it outright, but I'm paying $159 for 18 months per month. Um so that people know that I really got it like that. Mhm. Yeah, mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, boy. Man. You know, I ran out of questions. My favorite was definitely the latte question. That was the most fun question, the least pessimistic question. I'm not gonna lie, folks. You go up, you go to Quora, and all I did was look up art, and I filtered out the best, the best questions, the most answered questions, and the most followed questions. And I'm sorry to say, but a lot of people are getting pessimistic about fine art for whatever reason. It's pretty dark. What do you think about making a we make a fake email like something something like like G G and R promotion company, and then we uh-huh. send this episode to Quora, say that we're doing like you know huge download numbers, and they should sponsor this episode, and then we'll send a picture of us in suits. Picture of us in suits with grills on. What about on a helipad? You think we could get on a heli? Actually, I live next to a hospital with a helicopter pad at the top. Maybe we could. Pose with our suits on a helicopter pad, act like we're just walking off the helicopter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I like that. Waiting for our, our yeah. helicopter. That's a rich move. That's a big, big yeah. move. How about how about how about getting off a yacht? Just getting off our yacht. Yeah, yeah. Know? If we go down to uh, like Harbor East, we can just stand near the Johns Hopkins School of Business building because they they also dock boats there. So we'll stand near the boats and near the Bloomberg School of Business, and mm-hmm. then we'll just be in suits with a Rolex on. And then that'll be the picture we use. We have to exude that we have diversified portfolios. Oh, I do. I do. I got a little bit of painting, a little bit of sculpture, some installation art, you know, a little <laughs> sound stuff. We have our podcast, very diverse portfolios. Fuck. <laughs> okay. I can't find any more good questions. I mean, all these questions are bad, except for the latte question. That's all. Everyone's everyone in Quora wants to know what what makes art great and is whether or not art is useful. So yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with making art. A lot of artists I mean, look, struggle. I'm gonna read off the questions from the top. I'm not gonna bother answering them. What are the different types of art? Okay, that's an easy, objective question. This is, sounds like a person that just really wants to know Good what's the bad. difference between art and design. How do you decide which martial art to learn? <laughs> what are some of the best street art photos? I like the I like those kinds of questions. What are some of the best street art photos? This guy just wants to see them. Um, is there such a thing as bad art? I think yeah. Uh, Hitler's art is bad. Hitler's art is bad. Yeah, not, not from a from a qualitative 
not not qualitative, but it's just he's just Hitler. So our video games are we we have about sixty three episodes where we talk about that. Uh, how do oh I like this one. How do I learn to appreciate art? Oh, this is a man that knows himself. How do I learn to appreciate art? I like yeah. And this this one just says, "Is this art? Are there pictures in here? <laughs> what is it like a a picture of his family or something? Look, there's for those of you who make art. Clearly, there's a lot of interest around art." but not a lot of understanding. So get oh, out there, there get out there and talk to people about art in your life too much. Talk to them too much about it. Be creepy. The person who, a person, the person who asked, um, is this art showed a picture of a man standing in a gallery or a museum and staring at three blank canvases of equal size, which are installed about, I'd say nine inches away from each other. <laughs> Shoot, there might be more because it's cut off at the third painting. But this guy's staring intently at these blank canvases, and this 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 person asks, "Is this art?" I think that's a stock photo, bro. Where you would just drag and drop like a your own picture. Um, is art school worthwhile? I'm just gonna skip that one. I'm yeah. just gonna leave that. <laughs> yeah, let's just ignore um, that one. Why is art universal? This guy's asking something. He's he's assuming there's there's a he's assuming is he why is art universal what does that even mean what makes great art great the amount of zeros after the price yeah bro yeah depends who you're asking (laughs) i think i'm gonna close it out with one last question and this is a question we can easily answer gage where is the best place to learn online about art oh that's fucking easy artprospodcast.com or if you can't get to that check us out on instagram at paid.artists check us out on patreon at patreon.com slash artprospodcast and check us out in the discord the link is in the description that is the best place to learn about art with no bullshit what a smooth smooth segue folks that this is why we are the number two art podcast in baltimore that's a fact i googled it we're behind NPR. If you look up Art Podcast Baltimore, we're we're there. It's us. Boom. Yep. Well, folks, I'm glad you joined Gage B and I today, Renz B, for <laughs> some healthy conversation, some educational quora quarantine uh, question and answer time. Uh, this has been the Art Pros Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our question and answer segment today. I, I guess I hope I hope people liked it. These questions were kind of dark. I don't know. Maybe nah, I think weird. people are gonna love it. Let's cut out all the bad stuff, and it's just every time mm. we're positive. It'd be like a fifteen-minute podcast. I'm gonna cut out that that eighty-minute rant you had about the bankers, and and we'll we'll call it a day. Yeah, I'm getting pretty hot about them, man. Something about something about them rolling around on the floor. I hope I hope you bankers hear me. I hope you bankers hear me. You already own much of my money via via student loans. I can get as mad as I want. I'm gonna leave y'all a bad review on Yelp. JP Morgan, more like just pissing me off. Damn. We love you guys. Peace. Peace.